From WBHM News, I'm Andrew Yeager. February brings us Groundhog Day. That's also the name of a movie about a day which repeats over and over again. The Alabama legislature might be approaching its own version of Groundhog Day now that a gambling bill has been released. Year after year, such proposals have fallen short. We talk about that and other action in Montgomery this week with Todd Stacy. He's host of Capital Journal on Alabama Public Television. Todd, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. Well, let's start with this gambling proposal. Uh, give us the highlights of what it would do. Well, this is much like we, proposals we've seen in the past with three basic things. Instituting a state lottery, allowing, legalizing and regulating casino gambling, anywhere from eight to ten casinos throughout the state, and then also allowing sports betting. That is, is the basic plan that they are wanting to put before voters. Essentially, what the plan would do is wipe out all of the existing law when it comes to gambling, including all of the various local amendments, local constitutional amendments on things like bingo that have been sort of the root of a lot of this um, these, these problems, and start over with a, a brand new law. They really want strong enforcement. They want a strong gambling commission that has teeth. That's what proponents say, right? But there are obviously opponents. And so you're going to hear more about that going forward because there are plenty of Republicans and conservatives who just are against expanding gambling. So you're going to hear more from opponents as they get their voices heard uh, going forward. When it's come to gambling bills, they've not made it to the finish line. They've sort of collapsed under the weight of all these competing interests. What's the feeling this year? Is it any different than what we've seen in the past? Well, you're right. And and the gambling bills have traditionally died in the House. The Senate has had some success in passing them. This year is different. Number one, it's starting in the House. The Senate is going to wait and see if the House can actually do something. And this time, the governor has explicitly endorsed the plan in her state of the state speech. And it's it's no small thing. So the fact that they have her support, I think, is a difference maker. Oh, a Senate committee passed a bill this week that would make it a misdemeanor to deliver someone else's completed absentee ballot that would rise to a felony if a person is paid to collect the ballots. Now, we expected a contentious debate around this. And what was that committee hearing like? It was contentious, and I think it it was always going to be. Whenever you have legislation dealing with voting, people have opinions about that, and especially Democrats who are going to fight tooth and nail to to prevent any kind of restrictions on voting. What Republicans say they're trying to do is cut down and crack down on ballot harvesting, on on organized mass collections of absentee ballots, but Democrats say... First of all, that's not really a problem in Alabama and that the correction they're seeking goes too far and would make it hard for elderly and people in rural areas to vote. So it it was always going to be contentious. It it will continue to be. um, But I think Republicans probably have the votes this year to pass it. And I should say this, too. After that committee meeting, more changes were made to the bill that makes it more palatable to Democrats. I spoke with Senate Minority Leader. Bobby Singleton, he said that the changes the bill sponsor have been has been making, you make the bill better and they're, they're more comfortable with where the direction of the bill is going. So that's notable. 
Well, finally, Governor Kay Ivey announced her signature legislative proposal during her State of the State address on Tuesday. Those are education savings accounts. Now, this is public money, uh, $7,000 vouchers, which can be used for private school tuition and other expenses. Initially, it would be for low and middle income families. And Todd, what's the initial reaction that you're hearing from lawmakers about this signature plan from Governor Kay Ivey? Well, everyone was curious what would actually be in the bill, because there's a lot of different ways you can do education savings accounts or vouchers. And what was produced is actually a lot more measured and a lot more incremental than what was proposed last year. You know, you have testing requirements, you have standards and accountability um, requiring uh, accreditation at at any private school. You have an income threshold that only families with $90,000 or under can be eligible for these tax credit vouchers. So that's a lot more measured approach than I think opponents of school choice feared. And for that reason, I think, yes, I think it's it's gaining support and um, will probably at the end of the day have, have plenty of support, at least in the House, to pass. Todd Stacey is host of Capital Journal on Alabama Public Television. He joins us most Fridays during the legislative session. Todd, thanks for talking with us. Thank you.